Welcome to Choir Talks. I'm Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church. Choir Talks is the podcast version of what I would share during a choir rehearsal. First of all, Merry Christmas to you guys. I've been reading and preparing my own heart for Christmas this year, and I've been reading in the book of Isaiah and also some in the New Testament, just reading scriptures that pertain to the coming of Jesus. And uh, this week, I got focused on the fact that John, where I was reading, and Isaiah both use the same metaphor in an important way about Jesus. And the metaphor and the word is light. And uh, that scripture just, that, that word took me on a long journey through scripture. It, light is such a pervasive metaphor in the Bible, a pervasive concept and idea throughout the Bible. Um, so I want to trace that a little bit with you and just prepare uh, our hearts together for Christmas. Uh, what is the Bible talking about when it uses the word light? Let's spend a few minutes tracing through some of those references and see how they lead us to Jesus. Beginning all the way back at the beginning of the book of Genesis, you see the word. In fact, it is the very first thing that God says. He says in Genesis 1, let there be light. And then the following comments are, God saw the light and it was good. And he separated the light from the darkness. So God created light and he used it to push back the darkness. And you'll see that come back in, in a little bit in other scriptures. In the very next book in Exodus, we see that God uses light to lead his, his children. In the book of uh, Exodus, God is, uh, his spirit is represented by a pillar of fire at night to guide his children and, and lead them along the way that he wants them to go. And so one of the uses of light in the Bible is for God's guidance to help us to see what is the right path and how to follow him. Uh, looking in the book of Psalms, light is used several times and used mostly as a metaphor for God's presence, like Psalm 27 that says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Also, he, the psalmist uses uh, light to, to talk about God's revelation. Uh, in 36.9, he says, In your light, we see light. So by God's revelation of himself, we come to understand and see his creation. So light is uh, also equals God's revelation. God is also portrayed as light in the New Testament. In 1 John 1, 5, John says, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So another use of light is that it represents God's holiness. All right, here is Isaiah, What the, some of the words that prompted me down this road of tracing light. Isaiah chapter 9 gives us a, the beginning of a prophecy about Jesus, the one um, that talks about him being the, the Messiah, uh, starts this way. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. So that begins to point us toward Jesus, and the light that has been God up to this point is also going to be a term used about Jesus. Again, in Isaiah 60, he says, Arise, shine, your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises on you. So here, uh, Isaiah is using the word light to, to talk about God's glory or as a way to envision God's glory. This metaphor was also used by John in, in the first chapter of the Gospel of John. It says, And the Word, talking about Jesus, became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
So now we are, have come to Jesus. Um, John also says this in that first chapter about Jesus. In Jesus was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. All right, so now we're kind of really putting things together. In the beginning, God is seen as light. And now Jesus, the one who is uniquely God and man, takes the light of God and, and brings it to man. Uh, and the, John goes on to say, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So here's another use of the light metaphor. Light uh, dispels darkness, just like it did in Genesis chapter 1. But here, meaning uh, metaphorically that light gives us victory over sin, victory over evil, and victory over Satan. Jesus picked up on this, this light theme. He, he embraced it in uh, the 8th chapter of John. Uh, he's come to the, the Feast of Tabernacles, and on the last day of that feast, there's an illumination in the temple uh, using great candelabras. Um, and in the midst of that, Jesus stands up and he says this, I am the light of the world. What they were paying homage to uh, symbolically on that night, he is proclaiming, is standing right among them in who, in who he is. I am the light of the world. In his last week with his disciples, Jesus also said this, For a little while longer, the light is with you. So walk in the light, believe in the light, so that you may become children of light. All right, so now we've had God the Father being light and Jesus being the light and bringing it to the world. And now he begins to transfer that onto the disciples. Uh, in Matthew 5, he tells his followers, you are the light of the world. And then he teaches us how to carry that light by saying this. He says, let your light so shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So uh, Jesus brings the light, and he transfers that to the church, to his disciples. And he says, and when I'm gone, you are now the light of the world, bringing God's revelation, his holiness, his uh, victory over sin. You carry that into the world as you create, as, as you bring about God's kingdom. And then finally, on the very last pages of the Bible, we see this. I did not, uh, John says, I did not see a temple in the city. Talking about the holy city at the, at the end of his vision in Revelation. He says, I did not see a temple in that city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it for the glory of God gives it light and the Lamb is its lamp. The Bible is just such an amazing book, or rather collection of books, written by various authors over many centuries. It's just amazing as you read it and, and see how interwoven, interwoven through it are these themes that help us to understand from the beginning to the end who God is, and they point us specifically to Jesus. Hey, I want you to spend some time this week just pondering Jesus as the light coming to give life to you and to me, uh, beginning here at Christmas, and just worship the Savior. Hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas to you.